Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm excited to be and join me once more are Greg Browning and David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. All good? Good, good. We are currently recording this around tea time, UK time. What, David, you're enthralled in Mulder's game at the moment there. <laughs> You're in Champions League qualifying action, aren't they? Currently in a bit of trouble away from home in Slovenia. Um, 1-0 down, just started the second half. But um, confident they can uh, get back in it here. They're playing okay. Just need to take some chances. Yeah, and I guess qualification tonight would be a big thing for Molde. That would take them into the playoffs, which would guarantee Europa League football for them um, in the next season as well. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I think I mean they were big favourites going into tonight. They, they were evens, but they went down almost to one to two, so they were expected to win this one. But yeah, I think um, getting to that, getting to the Europa League would be a, a good thing. I think playing against another champion, uh, sort of in the champions qualification path in the Champions League, is, it gives them a good chance. It's kind of mm. like, like Celtic, you know, they don't, they're not going to come up against a. Sort of. Yeah, I mean, there's been clubs like Dutch team or like a PSV or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's yeah, should be. That's quite interesting actually. The price on Molde because obviously they were even money last night and this morning. Then people looking at bets for tonight are seeing them away to a side who they probably haven't heard of before. Yeah. So people automatically just put money on Molde tonight, and that's why they've probably gone off, which I would think is very very short. Yeah, almost one to two. Yeah. So I wouldn't be touching mode at one to two anyway. I think we spoke about this before, David, about it being probably quite a tight and close game. Yeah. So what you say, hopefully they can they can go out and get a couple of goals in the second half. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um tomorrow night also sees uh Glimt and who else is in action tomorrow night? Rosenberg. and uh, Europa League. So fingers crossed for them, they're both really short prices in their games, aren't they? Yeah, yeah both one to six against, and one to five, I think. Yeah. So oh, yeah. they should they should progress against Lithuanian and Icelandic sides who are pretty weak. So you'd you'd fully expect both of them to, to, to progress through to the next stage. Yeah, so worth keeping your eye out for that. That's Thursday night. Um, this week we've got quite a busy card. The Oberliga, for some reason, has a, a full card the fixtures on Thursday which is why we're trying to record the podcast as early as possible this week um, and then there's at least a season matches on Saturday and Sunday and a second round of fixtures in August League on Sunday so it's going to be a busy one Yeah it's match day 13 already in the August wow. League I just can't believe that <laughs> so it's match day 14 Time flies on Sunday. Fun. It does it does Yeah I mean they've got to they've basically sort of end of November before they need to finish the season so you just need to pack the games in. It didn't start until sort of mid June instead of early April. So uh, yeah, yeah, a good few plenty, months behind, wasn't it? Yeah, so plenty of games to catch up on, and I don't. They're not going to get a break this time. So just coming thick and fast once or twice a week, and uh, yeah, yeah, and um, try and get the season finished before the snow arrives. Yeah, and there's been a few managerial appointments in Norway as well, David, this week. Yeah, so the the managerial merry-go-round is fully <laughs> in swing in Norway. So Lars Anne Nielsen, who was uh, just sacked by Bram two weeks ago, has already taken up his post uh, all assumed after Lars Bohinian lost his job 
at the weekend. So obviously, all of have won once this weekend. Absolutely rooted to the bottom of the league. He conceded 46 goals in 15 games. So I think he was on a bit of borrowed time behind Um Did well to get them up, no doubt about that. Done a good job, but for some reason it just wasn't working in the, the elite series. And um, so Lausanne and Nielsen, who did a really good job at Baran originally when he went there, um, has come in uh, after yeah after being sacked by Bran a couple of weeks ago. And Bran himself have appointed former Rosenborg manager Corin Gibritsen. Um He was the Rosenborg manager for four years, between 14 and 18. I think he won the league three times with him. Um, had a wee spell in Belgium and then uh, Apoel in Cyprus. Um, and now he's back in Norway at Bran. So I saw his first game this weekend. He watched, he watched their game last weekend. Um who was it they were against? They beat um, somebody 2 0. Last minute who? goal. Can't remember who they beat. Stavak. Stavak, yeah. They, so they beat them 2 0, sort of last minute um, breakaway goal for 2 0. Um, so yeah, he'll be hoping to sort of turn their fortunes around. They are 7th, so they're not doing terribly. Yeah. Um, but obviously they expected to sort of be top top 4 or 5 uh, at the worst. They're one of the bigger clubs in the country. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see a couple of new appointments. Um, all this and obviously been a go to pick for, for both of us in terms of goals against them usually. And um, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, there's talk that the back three has been kicked in the bucket and uh, they'll be going to a 4-3-3 this weekend. Um, so, interesting to see how that works and whether or not um, they're a bit more solid. It will be because I see from my notes that that's one of the games that we're going to discuss Yes. very, very shortly. So, we'll get to that uh, soon. But yeah, not necessarily good news for us punters who are quite happy to jump on and losing goals left, right and centre. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully things don't change too much. Um, and just very briefly on last week, quite a successful podcast last week, quite a few winners. Greg, you had, what, three winners? Um, I think four bets from the weekend, two winners, money back on the nap and only one loser, which was Strum's Godset. So I think Ode had uh, four plus corners came in. I think they got six, like four to five. Viking to hit five corners, they hit 11, I think, at even money to get five. And as I said before, Hamcam was money back on, on Monday. So, yeah, a good weekend all round. And David, you didn't do it too badly either. I have on my notes from last week about Grorud. The price yes. is ridiculous considering home for him. So, you nailed yeah. that one. They won 3 0. 3 0. 2 to 1. Koffer. Yeah, they just. But I watched quite a lot of the game, actually. They just outplayed them. They were the better team and deserved to win. They seem to be a really good home team. Um, and just generally, they've, they've really they're impressed, well, they? considering, yeah, considering they just came up into the league and uh, they've been pretty impressive. Uh, I, I also had Olesen to score in the first half. Um, yeah. That came in. I had Odd to score in the first half as well. They didn't manage it. They did miss a couple of good chances um, against Molde, but they didn't manage to score. But Olesen scored. That was 11-10. to 10, And... Double um, a double over two point five goals in the Ranheim streaming game. I think Ranheim won six five or six one. Five one, yeah. Five, one, yeah. yeah, and uh, Sam Nes Hamcam was the other one. Hamcam picking up the first win of the season, which was great, great for them. Uh, it was good for me, but Greg's uh, obviously over three point oh Asian line just uh, just got his money back and he didn't get his four goals that he was after. 
Yeah, I was expecting a late ham cam collapse <laughs> yeah, with, all, with 10 minutes to go. <laughs> but I think we're all pleased to see ham cam finally win a match. It was long Everyone overdue is. at the 11th attempt. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it was a, how does that leave them in the league? They're still bottom, but they're not detached at all. They're on seven no. points. They're only probably a couple of points or four or five points kind of moving up, yeah. maybe three or four positions. So it's a big, big win for them. And I think they've only lost one now of their last five games. I think three draws, one defeat, and obviously they won at the weekend, eh, sorry, last weekend. But they've got a tough game this weekend as they welcome league leaders Tromso to Hamcam. So it'll be a tough game. Yeah, interestingly, we'll come on to that game as well, but just very briefly looking at that game, it's uh, bottom side Ham Cam hosting top side Trom, so Ham Cam are only 5-2. to two. Yeah, so the bookies aren't daft. Well, sometimes they are, but not, not very often. <laughs> um, I'd expect that to maybe drift a little bit, because what you'll probably find is come tomorrow, again, your high street punter will see Tromso top of the league. They're currently 8-11. to 11. And I'd probably expect that to shorten, just based on, we we know the league pretty well now. We know Ham Cam are actually a decent side, scored a lot of goals. Uh, and the recent performances over the last month or so has been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But people will just look at that and go, oh, we win. So I'm hoping there's some extra money coming in for, um, for Tromso tomorrow. Well, we might as well start at that game. As I said, there's uh, Overs League and fixtures on Thursday. Um, majority of them are five o'clock. That Hamcam game is five thirty. Uh, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Craig. As far as Hamcam, yeah. Concerned. Do you know what? I was going to leave this match, but I've sat and had a good long think about it. So, obviously, as you said, Hamcam won their first game of the season last weekend. Now, Tromso. I think they started the season eight games, eight wins, 24 points. Very, very impressive. They look like they're going to absolutely steamroll their way to the title. But they've gone on a bit of a sticky run. They've lost two games now. They're un- no one in three. So pretty worrying times for them. They've kind of just totally gone off the boil. But I guess that's going to happen at some point. Now, obviously, they go to Hamcam, who have scored two or more goals now in nine of their 11 matches. Well, the irony um, is Hamcam bottom of the league have scored more goals than Tromso at the top of the league. They have. So Hamcam have scored 21 goals and Tromso have scored 19. <laughs> so they've scored two more goals, but defensively, that's where things differ. Um, yeah. Hamcam have conceded 28 goals, which is the highest in the league. Tromso have only conceded eight. But the last two games for Hamcam, they have only conceded one goal in each game, which is a far cry from the two, three and four goals they were conceding um, earlier in the season. Yeah. So it's quite a tough game to call in terms of a winner here. I definitely would not be touching Tromso at 8-11. And I'd expect that to shorten uh, come kick-off tomorrow. Looking at Hamcam's home games, you've got, what, three defeats, two draws, 3-2, 4-3, 4-3, 2-2-1-0. So there's been 25 goals scored in their five home games. Uh Pedersen is on seven goals this season, I think. I think David, he was at Sturm's Godset before, wasn't he? Yeah. It's uh, quite an experienced striker, and he scored yeah, a he's... decent amount of goals for them, but yeah, he's he got seven goals this season so far. Uh, he'll probably finish this season on, based on the way he's playing at the moment, probably close to 20 goals this season. Uh, he scored three goals in his last four games, and he's probably their, their, their main attacking threat. At home, I guess the concern is for Hamcam is they haven't kept the clean sheet yet. In fact, they haven't kept the clean sheet all season. They've conceded the most goals at home, 
so far this season, 14 goals. Um, so it's a, it's a difficult one. Um, looking at the markets and looking at Troms, obviously, lost at Grorud, Grorud 2-0, lost at Yerv, and they drew 2 all at the weekend against Songdal. So that's not a bad result, actually. Songdal actually playing pretty well. But I guess the defeats at Grorud and Yerv were pretty disappointing. So, as we said pre-podcast, you don't turn into a, a bad team overnight. And you still fancy Tromso to come here and score at least once. So, like Monday, we took the benefit of the Asian handicap generous odds on there being three or more goals and money back if there was three goals, which there was. So it was money back on Monday. Taking that again, unfortunately, there's no three goals. It's 3.0 and 3.5. So for those of you who don't understand the Asian markets for goal line, Please explain. <laughs> if there's three goals scored in this match, you'll get half your state back. Right. And if it comes in, there's four or more goals, it pays even money, which I think is a good price. So you've got even money for over 3.5 goals, but with that kind of safety net of, if there's only three goals, you get half your state back. I just think Ham Cam's home form, I win last week, I can't see Ham Cam not scoring. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on what sort of Tromso side turn up on uh, Thursday. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Ham Cam can can build on that win from last week there. I mean, they've only been beaten once in the last, what, six, is it now? Yeah, yeah. Um, and a win could actually take them, what, third bottom? They're five to uh, four to score two or more, which is pretty poor, to be fair, given yeah. the fact that Troms have only conceded two goals in the top of the league. But I think they're obviously very wise to the fact that Ham Cam do score a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. So it's over three slash three point five goals on the Asian market, and it's even money. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you've got another pick uh, for Thursday's games as well, haven't you, uh, Wheelstrom? Who... Yeah, Wheelstrom at home to Struman. Yep. Um David was giving us some language lessons again. <laughs> some <laughs> elocution, Norwegian <laughs> elocution lessons. So I think Wheelstrom obviously got relegated last season probably one of the bigger clubs in the Obus League and they started off really well this season I think they won their first two games got a draw so seven points from their first nine available but the thing going on a pretty disappointing run um, one point from the next four games they appear to have addressed that they've won 2-1 home two all draws and they got a lovely 3-0 win on Monday there so they've now collected eight points out of 12 and have now started to move back up the league again but there was a big worry about them and probably the manager, David, um, at the end of those four games without a win. Yeah. So they've now scored two or more, obviously, in their last four games. Um, home advantage, I think at the moment, for me, in terms of this match, looking at Struman, they have only won once in their last five. They've only kept one clean sheet all season. Um, I guess the big worry for them is, is their away form is pretty poor in fact it's, it's, it's rubbish they've lost five or six away games this season so far and looking a bit deeper over the last few seasons they've only won seven of their last 35 away games in this league so I think as I've called it before you do tend to find that some teams really do struggle away from home and Struman are one of those teams um, they were hammered 5-1 at Ranheim on Monday and just looking momentum wise in this match Lowestrom look pretty solid, I think, to win this game. They're obviously very short at 4-2-11 to win the match. Lowestrom do love a corner, so they are 10-11 to, to hit seven or more corners. 
And I think it's just below even money for them to win the match and for there to be over 2.5 goals. But given how Struman are playing at the moment, their away form, momentum was with Wollerstrom, so I'm going to take them on the handicap, minus one, and that pays even money with Betway. Yeah, I was just looking at Bet365 prices there. The minus one on the handicap is 10 to 11, but you can get even money on the Asian handicap. Just same bet, but by taking a minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap. So just for anyone who maybe prefers Bet365 over Betway, that, that bet's still available at that price. Yep. Okay, and just to round up on Oberstleague and David, you've got a nice looking both teams to score double lined up for us. Yeah, my usual sort of double um, both teams score or, or over 2.5 goals but yeah going for the both teams to score double this time uh, first first game is the KFUM Oslo against Shuras Blink um, Shuras Blink are my local team and so I've been following them quite closely and they've been uh, pretty free scoring and also conceding plenty as well so 9 of the 11 games they've scored and conceded Um They've scored 21, conceded 21 in 11 games so far. And this is a mid-table clash, 9-3-10th against KFUM, who um, have scored and conceded in 9 of 11 games as well. So um seems to be a good chance that both teams will score here again. I watched uh, KFUM lose 3-0 against Garorud at the weekend, and to be honest, they were on Monday. And they were really poor, and I think they'll, be looking to bounce back. Um, their home pitch is a bit. I, th- I think it's one of the older um, sort of Asher turfs in the in the division, so um, it gives them a little bit of advantage at home. But um, they haven't been particularly conceding. Uh, so they haven't been particularly um, invulnerable at home either. Uh, really, they've uh, they've won three. They've drawn two and lost one. But they have um, conceded in every game except one at home, which was a 0-0 draw. So uh, I think that both teams will score in that one. And the other one is uh, Sanez versus Raufos. Um Sanez, both teams, in fact, three in a row, both teams have scored. So Sanez, 3-1, 4-1, 1-2. 1-1, 2-2, 1-1. 8 out of 11. Raufos is only 7 out of 11, but three in a row. And um, two teams that are probably better attacking than they are defending. Sanders are sixth in the league, but they've got a minus six goal difference, which is a little bit unusual. They've scored 18, conceded 24 in their 11 games. Uh, Raufos scored 15, conceded 17 in their 11 games. So two teams that like um, goals at both ends, and I just think... Uh, both teams to score in that one is pretty likely. So the double pays 2.16 for about 3.65 and um, I think it's got a very good chance. Yeah, I think those Sunday stats are skewed a wee bit. They lost 5-0 and 4-0 yeah. um, to Troma's own strumming. So, um, yeah, but certainly there's a good record of both teams scoring in their matches as well. Okay, so, sorry, that that's paying what, 2.16 Yeah, bet 3.65? Yeah. Okay get you to just give us a wee recap once we get to the end of our bets so that covers Oberstleigen on Thursday as I said there's another card of Oberstleigen fixtures on Sunday um, and I guess if you guys have any tips for those Greg you'll be putting them on your private channel and David you'll be putting them out on Twitter 
Yeah, I'll definitely have something for Sunday's games. Obviously, keen to see how Thursday's yeah. matches pan out. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have something on the channel uh, for members for Sunday. Okay, so on to Sunday and on to the latest season matches. Uh, start with yourself, Greg, you're quite keen on Rosenberg on Sunday. Yeah, so in terms of last weekend, I think Boda Glimt, obviously unstoppable at the moment, 6-0 at the weekend. They do look like genuine title champions now, don't they? Um, got a really good lead, I think, at the moment, seven points for a game in hand. They keep performing the way they are. Um, they'll have that league wrapped up in no time. But I think for more to get back in touch, they just need for them to slip up, which they haven't done yet. And I don't think um, Bode Glimt have lost a match yet, have they? They've had a couple of draws recently. No, but other draws. than that, they're still undefeated. So to be at, what, match day 16 and still be undefeated, what, 14 wins, two draws is... Is outstanding or something like that? Anyway, yeah, thirteen and two. That. Yeah, that's that's them. So they've they've all played each other once now. Um, so back there, it's not quite sort of the same fixtures as game week one, but um, yeah, play, playing teams that they've already played now. So at least we have a reverse fixture, to, reverse fixture to go on as well now. Yeah, I think as well we spoke about Rosenberg last weekend in terms of home form, really, really strong, but probably still unconvinced about them away. But they, they soon showed us, didn't they? <laughs> they went to me on that one at the weekend. And I think I don't know if they comfortably won 2-0, but they, they ran yeah, out 2-0 they, they winners did. They did. In, in the end. So really good result for them. That was our first away win in four. So in terms of Sunday, they're at home to Stabak on Sunday. Now, I must admit, I was really, really surprised to see the price of this match. So looking at Rosenberg, they have won four of their last five. They've scored 3-1, 5, 3 and 2 in their last five games. So scoring two or more goals in four of their last five. They've won their last three. And at the weekend, just passed against Mjondal and they won their first away game in four. At home, though, their home form is really impressive, actually. They've only lost once. And that was to Bora Glimt at the start of the season. They've won their last five home games. 3-0, 2-1, 3-0, 5-1 and 3-2. Very, very strong home form. Probably third best in the league behind, if not second best behind uh, Bode Glimt at the moment and maybe Mulder. But in terms of Stabak, they haven't won in six. So they come into this match on a really poor run of games. They've drawn three and lost three. And I was expecting Rosenberg to be at least one to three, one to four to win this match, given they're at home and their current form. But you're actually getting eight to 15 for Rosenberg to win the match. So... You you probably watch a lot more than I do, David. But I thought eight to fifteen was a really really decent price for Rosenberg this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it is. But uh, I'm a bit of a Starback fanboy. They've got a really young sort of. Young well, he tells me now, six. doesn't he? He tells me this now. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree. Though they're they're really out of form. Um, they were a little bit unlucky against Bran on um, Monday. They hit the bar a couple of times, but um, they've got a really young team. And I do. I. I mean. I. I agree. With what you're going to. What you're going to tell us. Uh, your bet is. I think it's quite. It's a good bet. Um. But Starback do have quality, and they do have the potential to to cause an upset. But at the same time, I think uh, Rosenborg's home form is. Um. It's yeah. It's worth. It's worth banking on. Yes, I think it's one of these matches where you see it. You, you can't not back it. I think for eight to fifteen, when you get a favourite at home, you really fancy a short price of eight to fifteen then that usually takes me to a market that quite enjoyed last season uh, in quite a few leagues, 
which was the, the side to win and that side to score two or more goals. So you're getting Rosenberg to win and for Rosenberg to score two or more at four to five. And I think that's worth taking on for two reasons. One, Stabak's current form, which is really poor, and Rosenberg at home are absolutely flying. Five wins in the spin and they've won four of the last five um, in all games. Yeah, it's yeah. A, an old favourite from last season. Well, I just don't yeah, see it being one 0 either. Like if if they're going to win, I just don't see them winning one 0 So no, yeah, it, make, it makes sense to add that on. on. So that's forty five at bet three six five, Greg. It is, yeah. And at the moment, I'm still waiting on some corner markets appearing um, on Skybet. So Viking are at home to Molda on Sunday night at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Now Viking been pretty good to us for corners this season. Racked up eleven last weekend and um, be very keen to see what price they are to hit four or five against Moda, especially given they have, well Moda have conceded four more or more in what all 15 match, all, all 14 or 15 games. So Viking may be five plus given the, the home side, but I'll, again, I'll, I'll share that on the channel once we get markets. Okay. So that's one worth looking out for. Um, just speaking of that, Game David, you do fancy Molda to win that one at a, a fairly decent price. Yeah, I mean Molda's obviously fallen off a little bit recently. Um they got they got back to winning ways at the weekend to be odd two 0 which is quite an important win given yeah. the odds were creeping up on them a little bit. Um but they had they had lost four of the previous six before before the weekend, so obviously they dropped away from Glint. Um, and and people and no doubt the bookies will start thinking that they're they're not as good as they are. But watching the games, they're still playing well enough for pretty much what they've been playing um, before uh, before they lost all those games. They just haven't been taking their chances. Um, so I just think even money away to uh, Viking, who they beat five 0 earlier in the season. Um, at home, obviously, uh, but Viking they got a good result against Thrums Godset on um, on Sunday, but they've only won four games. Uh, they've lost three of their seven at home, and they do play attacking football. They don't really sit in, which I think will suit Molda. Um, Molda coming off the back of the Champions League game, they're they're one all just now in the Champions League. If they go to extra time, but they still got they still got a few days recovery. Wednesday to Sunday is never a problem, um, so that's not that's not an issue for me. So I just think even money for a team like the champions going to Viking, who they've beat five 0 earlier in the season, I just think it's a good price. Yeah, you're at a stage where Bodo have such a lead on them that they just can't afford any slip ups. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Okay, so it's a good spot. It's even money just now. In fact, Mulder have just gone two one up. David, yeah. you'll be glad you to hear. Ruined. Yeah, I'm. I'm. What Sorry, you. Things behind him. You've ruined. <laughs> well, another week. Forget. Another week. Another Mulder game ruined. Forget, forget what I just said. <laughs> I'm also pleased. It's part of my double tonight as well. So that I put them. On, I put them on to win at half time at, uh, at whatever price they were. I must admit, I must admit, <laughs> so did I, David. So. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed everybody happy <laughs> uh, <laughs> ok that aside uh, so Molde even money to win and you've also got another even money shot that you, you quite fancy on Sunday yeah so I mean we've been talking about Olison uh, getting a new manager they visit fellow promoted side and fellow strugglers start uh, at the weekend 
Uh, so we started actually the only the only team that uh, Allison have beat this season. Um, they beat them three two in a pretty end to end topsy turvy game. I think it was about four four weeks ago. Um, but start um, at home. They've actually won their last two home games, which um, is their only two wins of the season. But they beat Mjolnir in three nil at home. Really good result. That was their first win of the season, and they followed that up with um, a two one win over Volaringa last Monday, a week ago past Monday. So it's a good result. Yeah, really good result, and um, they maybe didn't hundred percent deserve it, but they. They they definitely playing a lot better now than they were before, um, and I just think at home I guess all the same all the same have lost five drawn two on the road they've lost five in a row away from home, um, a new manager coming in who's planning on changing the shape something they've not played uh, back four they've not played that for a good um, ten eleven weeks, um, I think that um, I think that start even money. To beat them at home, uh, to continue their continue the run they've been on at home um, is a good price, and uh, all assumed. I think it will take them a little bit of time to to get to grips with a new system, and also, I mean, their confidence is is extremely low, and I don't think um, they'd particularly fallen out with the manager. It just wasn't it wasn't working. in the, the top league, and um, so yeah, um, start at home to all assumed even money. Uh, I just think you know if uh, yeah I just think if they play the way they have been at home and all of a sudden um, all of a sudden they do have quality all of a sudden but I think defensively they they've got a lot of troubles and they uh, start start can take advantage of it. Yeah, that'd be a big result um, at the bottom of the table, whatever way this game goes on Sunday. I mean, a, a start win makes takes them eight points ahead of all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, potentially um, the third bottom. So good night, Vienna. Yeah, yeah, I think all the way back probably got to yeah, I mean seven points behind uh, even the playoff place just now. Um uh, yeah, I think there's I think there's a long way back in uh, yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't start this weekend. To pardon the pun. Yeah. Okay. Um we've <laughs> <laughs> also got uh, both teams to score double, which will come on in a, in a second, but it wouldn't be the Norwegian podcast without some kind of bet on Glimt's game um, and their away to Sarpsborg on Sunday. Yes. Um, so Again, at a decent looking price. Yeah. Um, so, so Bode Glimt, obviously unbeaten, 13 wins, uh, sorry, 13 wins, two draws. Just a goal scoring machine. But um, one thing... One thing they don't do is they don't stop when they get ahead. They just keep attacking. And they've got so many players that want to score goals, so many players that want to get assists. I think Philip Zinkernagel's got 12 assists and eight goals or something ridiculous, maybe. I mean, just absolute fantasy footballer's dream. Um, but this this weekend um, at Sarpsborg, so Sarpsborg, they're decent at home. They've won, they've won their last... Two, I think, at home. Um, uh, I don't need to check that actually. Should have done my yeah they have done against yeah. the beat Molden and beat yes. Uh, so they have had decent results. In fact, uh, yeah, they've been very they've been very good at home. Yeah, they're decent won. at home. They are. It's a hard place to go, but they've not played Glint at home. Um, who 
are absolutely unbelievable away from home. If you look at the the glint goals scored away from home, um, it, it reads, I mean, it's ridiculous to even think that they've scored four, three, four, six, three, two, two, two. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. And it yeah. probably does suit them away from home, just being able to come up against teams who probably just feel a little bit compelled not to sit in as deep as they would if they went up to if they went up to Boda and uh, you know they'd be happy with a draw you know teams want to win at home but um Glint have scored in 27 out of 30 halves uh, this season oh. which is um it's pretty impressive yeah. even when they're three four nil up at the break they, they still go out and want to score more yeah. so Glint to score in both halves is five to four with Beth 365 2.20 mm. and I, I mean they've scored in every half of football except three this season it, it's a price that I just can't really ignore yeah I think that stat alone means that you've got to take it on I suppose just looking at uh, such goals against Colm they've only conceded six at home yeah. and eight but as you say they've not faced the mighty yeah. yeah, so um, I think the reverse, the reverse fixture forum goes out the window. The yeah. reverse fixture was 2-1. Sarsborg did sit quite deep and uh, made it difficult, but Glimp did score in both halves um, in that one as well. So I just think, uh, yeah, at the price, it's pretty hard to ignore considering yeah. what they've done this season. And um, more than anything, it's a sort of price bet than it is. A, I, do, I do think Sarsborg could potentially shut it down for a half. Uh, but I mean, yeah, at the price, it's worth it's worth backing. Yeah, and I think being able to find any kind of goals angle in Bodo Glimpse games got to be yeah. taken on. I mean, they're only they're what one to two to score two goals. Yeah. So yeah. getting five to four to score those two goals and one either half, um, you've got to kind of take it on. I think. Yeah, it's quite a nice yeah. angle that actually. Yeah. Quite like that team to score in both halves. I think when you're getting mm-hmm. a really short price team. I think it's a really nice angle to look at and try and get some value on um, both teams, uh, both goal, both halves. Yeah. Okay, to wrap things up, you've got uh, another both teams to score double for us. Yeah, in uh, Italy to see in this time. Um, looking at the <coughs> Sandefjord v Christiansund game uh, first. So Sandefjord, they've really sort of impressed uh, recently. Been far, been far uh, better than I kind of expected them to be um, at the start of the season. Um, I think they're sitting sort of mid table. No, they're okay. The thirteenth, right? So they're not sitting mid table, but they are only sort of two points behind Starbuck, who are in eighth. So it's really tight. Um, but the last five games, uh, it's been three one two one, three four one two two one. They started being a little bit more adventurous with their with their attack, and um, still conceding goals as well. Um, so both teams to score in that game um, against Christiansen, who have scored and conceded in 13 out of the 15 games. They've had a couple of nil nils, um, but every other game they've scored and conceded. And the last five games, it's been the same: three, one, two, one. Three, four, one. Hold on, that's the same. That's the same. <laughs> that's the same scores. Sorry, here we go. Last six games they conceded and scored. So one, one, three, one, one, two, three, two, two, one, four, one. Um, they're in good form. Christian soon they've won. 
they've won four at the last five. Um, so they'll be going to Sandyfjord thinking they can win. Sandyfjord will be thinking they can win themselves at home. So I think a good open game will be uh, what I'm expecting there. Uh, the other game is the Viking versus Molde game, which I spoke about earlier. I f- just think Viking just love to attack. Um, they've definitely the strength of their team is in the attack. They've got a good 2-0 two, um, two win against Thurm's Godset last weekend. Um, I think at home... Uh, they'll be looking, yeah. They'll be they'll be looking to beat Molde, but which I don't think they will. But they'll be definitely looking to score against them. Something I think they'll do. Um, and Molde, uh, yeah, I think they've they've scored in um, they've scored in every game this season. Uh, yeah, they've scored in every game this season. Even the games they've lost, they've not scored. Uh, they've they've scored in. Um, five of the last seven this, both teams have scored uh, they were really lucky not to concede against Odd last week actually and uh, two teams that I think will attack like, that will attack each other Molde pushing to try and catch up with Glimt I just think that it's likely that it could, could be a high scoring game that I think um, yeah looking at Vikings home record they've actually got a fairly decent uh, yeah. count for, yeah. for where they are on the table. Uh, yeah. I think it's scored in every game at home as well. Yeah, I mean, they scored I think given the way Viking play, I think I'd be quite keen to take, as I said before, take Viking on the, the corner markets, possibly five. Um, I think you said the way they play, David, as well. They're not a team that's going to sit back no. and, and, and defend. So um, hopefully we can get some corner markets up um, tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, definitely. like The, the front three, um, Batiki... Berisha and Ibrahimai, they're very, very good form. Berisha's really done really well. He had a poor season last year with Bran, uh, but he's moved back to um, back to uh, Viking, where he's had a good spell previously, and he's really, really found some form recently. So I do think the front, the front three, um, will be able to create chances and win corners and score one goal in a two or three one defeat. <laughs> That's <laughs> very exact. Okay, so that uh, both teams to score double then is at Sandyford v Christensen and at Viking v Molde. Yeah, it pays just over evens, uh, 2.04 at Bet365. Okay, thanks for that. Okay, um, can you just give us a wee recap then of our bets for this weekend? Good to start with yourself, Greg. Yeah, so obviously in tomorrow in the 5.30 kickoff, it's Hamcam versus Tromso and I'm taking, wait for this, over 3.0 and over 3.5 goals on the Asian market, which means if there's three goals, you get half your state back, and if there's four, it pays even money. And the second game from tomorrow is Lillestrom versus Struman, and I'm taking Lillestrom minus one, also at even money, and that's with Betway. Uh, moving into the weekend's Elite Azarian, at the moment, I'm taking Rosenberg to win and Rosenberg, two plus goals at four to five. And that's with bet 365. And hopefully we'll get some weekend corners up. Um, markets available tonight or tomorrow. And I'm keen to take probably Viking uh, on five or more corners, hopefully around about even money. You're right. Is that you? All done, mate. Good, good, right. <laughs> right first, <laughs> uh, first up for me is uh, both teams to score double in the Obos League on Thursday night. That's sick. 
TFUM Oslo versus Blink and Sanez Ulf versus the Raufos. Uh, that's 2.16 for about 365, that's pain. Uh, next up is the Elitis Arian. Um Sunday. We're looking at Gleam to score in both halves, and that pays 2.2, would be at Bet365. Um, and a couple of singles. Um, first of all, is Molde to beat Viking, and that pays even money. As, and Start to beat Olesund, that also pays even money, both with Bet365. And finally, uh, both teams have scored double in the Elite Series, and that's Viking Rimolda and Sandefjord versus Christian Sund. Excellent, thank you very much. Now, as I mentioned before, there's obviously in games on Sunday, and if the guys have any more tips for those games, you'll find them on Greg's private channel. If you're not already subscribed, then please join us. You can do so at gambler.co.uk, and you can also follow David on Twitter at dweatherston. 11 uh, and if he's got any tips for Sunday he will post them up there and that's us for this week's Norwegian Football Podcast we're all away to cash out on our Molde bets before they concede <laughs> in the last couple of minutes um, <laughs> massive thanks to David once again for joining Greg and I on the podcast and best of luck with your bets guys thank you good luck cheers Paul good luck <laughs>